Hi everyone and welcome to the News Agent Podcast. I'm Susie Lysett, Content Manager at Goodlord. Today's podcast is a recording of our webinar on how to stay competitive and boost your landlord portfolio. Chris Watkin, Business Generation Guru for Letting Agents, joined Costas Francescu, Goodlord's Director of Growth, to share his top tips on where you can benefit from and support your existing landlords, as well as how to grow your portfolio of new landlords. If you prefer to watch the webinar, I'll add the on-demand link to the show notes, but otherwise, without any further ado, on with the podcast. Good morning all uh, and welcome to the latest Good Lord webinar. Uh, thank you for either attending live with us at the moment or on uh, on catch up. Um, very pleased today to have with uh, with us Chris, Christopher, uh, Chris. Uh, but uh, in terms of today's uh, webinar, we're going to be tackling how to stay competitive during peak letting season. As we know, that's coming up. It's right around the corner. Uh, so uh, I'm really pleased today that uh, Chris, Chris Watkin will be joining me. Uh, as you can see from the title, uh, Generation Guru, but actually all round lovely person as well. Uh, and he'll be helping guide us through uh, with some tips uh, from ex- agents that he's worked with uh, over over the last few years. Um, for those of you that are probably Chris fans and maybe coming to Goodlord for the first time or visit one of our webinars for the first time for any other reason, um, just to give you a little bit of a background about Goodlord. Uh, so Goodlord are the only uh, fully integrated uh, lettings journey uh, platform within the industry. Uh, what that means is uh, we negate the need for you to have up to nine suppliers to just complete one very simple tenancy. Um, uh, from from whether from landlord terms of business all the way through to collecting the rent and, and paying it out, um, you have a one-stop shop, one dashboard, and one key customer contact that will help guide you, your tenants, and landlords through, making the job much easier for your staff, keeping them happy, but also delivering a, a great journey for your tenants and your landlords. Um, then the best way to explain us is if you were to ask one of our customers, uh, what has Goodlord changed within your business since you've started? Uh, they would say there was three key areas. The first one is obviously saving time. Um, you can do what you like with that, whether or not you want to work on the business a little bit more or whether or not you just want to get home early enough to see the kids. Um, or uh, driving more revenue into the business. So we have a number of different areas within uh, our business that uh, we have specialists to support you and guide you through how to generate more revenue for your tenancies, for services that landlords and tenants want and need and will buy from somewhere, so why not from you? Uh, And third of all, uh, remaining compliant, taking away the risk to you and and for your staff and making sure uh, that there's control over those menu errors and that your landlords and your tenants have a safe journey uh, whilst with you. Um, so uh, now to introduce you to uh, my co-host for today, uh, Chris. Uh, Chris, great to have you back. Um, rather than an uh, attempt to, uh, to to guide everybody on who you are, for those of you that for those people that have been on another planet and don't know who Chris is, uh, Chris, let's give us a little brief about you. Uh, thanks, Costas. Uh, basically, um, my job is to help letting agents attract landlords to their letting agency. There you go. Fantastic. That's there what I do. Let's Short cut the rubbish. Yeah, there you go. Straight and I, and to I, the do point. That, I do that for about 120 clients, but also give my techniques completely away for free for those that can't use my services or or, or monies don't allow. Because I'm so believe in the in the techniques that I talk about, you don't have to pay me to do them. Absolutely, and and I definitely stand by that, uh, Chris. I've definitely 
definitely pitched a load of tips from you and, and you've also given me some firsthand as well. So thank you over the years. Uh, really pleased to have you on uh, from that perspective. And I'll hopefully uh, be a few more tips that I'll take away today uh, that I can share with our clients that may not uh, have the opportunity to watch today. So thank you. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right. Okay. So today we've got about 40 minutes to talk about how, how you're, you know, peak letting season. But let's be honest. Yes, it's peak in terms of more tenants moving, but fundamentally when it comes to lettings, it's all about getting the stock on the market. Now um, that is, that doesn't go up and down in terms of tenant demand. Okay. And what you as letting agents need to do, if you wish to attract landlords to you, and it's hard work out there because I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a few landlords that are actually selling up. Now, there are actually stats out there that show this, that normally for the last probably uh, up until a couple of years ago, on average, for every 10 landlords that were selling up, probably 13 were buying. So the net effect was is that the lettings market was growing. Now, you are always going to get landlords that sell up when they tend to get into their 60s. They don't want the hassle and the trouble. So they offload their stock and they have always offloaded their stock. The problem is, is that the balance has gone the other way. So now you've got probably 130 landlords, you know, in terms of numbers, I'm just picking numbers out of the air here, is that you've got 130 landlords selling up and probably, and again, it's slightly less, but it's that probably 80 to 90 landlords are still buying. We can see that with the stats that come from the ONS and the and the and the tax, the HMRC, that landlords are still buying in their droves. It's just that more landlords are selling than buying. And I think we're very guilty of, of blaming Section 24. And we're also guilty of EPC, the, the MEES coming up. And, and these are excuses, and they are excuses, and some of some of them are reasons, but fundamentally. Where are landlords going to put their money if they're selling up? Okay, well, we can put it in stock market or we could put it in Bitcoin or we could put it under our bed. Fundamentally, there is something quite traditional about the nine inch brick that you can touch and feel and people still love it. You know, rents have gone up in the order of around 15 to 20 percent in the last 18 months, two years. I mean, that's fantastic news. And that should be attracting landlords to the to agencies. Um, to, to buy properties. And I think it, therein lies the issue is, is that I'm sorry, I'm going to be quite costless. Do you mind if I'm quite blunt? To you be as blunt as you like, Chris. Okay. I'm sorry, boys and girls, but you're not letting agents. You're just rent collectors. All you, not all of you, some of you, you are professionals. You are there to guide and support these landlords on their journey. I mean, what's the reason why people buy buy to let properties? If it was purely social, then they, we'd all be council. They're in the equivalent of council houses. They're, they're in it for investment. And I think what you need to realize, being quite blunt here, is this: is that some of you, a large majority, not all of you, are glorified rent collectors who just basically collect the rent sort out the problems. And the only time that you ring your landlords up is with problems, which is that the the tap is leaking. If you want landlords to be attracted to you and your letting agency, then you're going to have to do something different with the way you act and the way you market yourselves to become an attraction letting agent. And there is... Sorry, Chris. 
I'm going to say, before we move on to attracting new, obviously, uh, you know, with existing landlords, we've talked about the fact landlords are selling up. Do you, do you think agents can impact, slow that down, can change the, the direction of travel uh, to some extent, obviously, they can't persuade everybody. Uh, okay. but, but from a, but, you know, we, we've touched we've touched on landlords selling up. Is there, you know, what what could agents be doing to to you know limit the the, the risk? Uh, Costa, so you a landlord yourself? I am a landlord, absolutely. Does your letting agent ever invited you into the office and sat down to go through your portfolio to see exactly? A, why you got into buy-to-let, B, why you got out of buy why what's your plans to get out of buy-to-let, and whether your portfolio is on track to meet that? Um, a, absolutely never, um, in probably the 11 years. And I've, I've, actually just, I've actually just changed my agent. Uh, this might be a little bit too soon, but while, while we're here, I've actually just changed my agent after 11 years. Um, and that was because... Um, my agent didn't update me in terms of when my EPC was ending, didn't update me on any of the other requirements, didn't update me when landlords uh, licensing came in into the area, but another agent did. Um, and and that was a key difference for me. Absolutely spot on. You see, the reason landlords don't tend to swap letting agents is the same reason why people don't swap banks. Okay. And we're going to come on and talk about that because there's a difference there between looking after your existing landlords because some of them might be going to other agents and some of them might be getting out of the market. You were the former in terms of looking after your existing landlords. You don't want them to lose, don't want to go to a competitor. So let's touch on those first. I asked you, have you had your portfolio checked? I mean, okay, I have a self-investing pension, which means that I put my money into a pen. My, I, I invest it myself. Do I do it myself? No. I have a man who, at Leicester who basically rings me up and says, this is where we're going to put our investments. And then once a year, he comes to me and sits down and sees, he knows when we started, he knows when we finished, and he knows where we need to get to. But you as letting agents, I talk about, about just being glorified rent collectors. If you're not sitting down with your existing landlords, then I'm sorry, you're just glorified rent collectors. You are there. We want to be professionals, but we are acting like an industry, a commoditized industry of put the house on the market, put it up for rent. I'm sorry, get the house on the market, put it on rent, put it on right move, get a few people around, check them all out, make sure that you're using a great lettings platform. Hey, you like that one? Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Now, I know which snippet I'm stealing later. Okay, there you yeah. go. Okay, other platforms are available. Um, <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> but but come on, guys and girls, come on, let's just think about this. You are professional letting agents. The word professional means is that you are going to take on board the, basically some of the biggest assets of these landlords out there. And your job is not just to collect the rent. It is to basically ensure that their investment, because that's what it is, is going to meet what they need. Okay. And, and it, you know, it really comes down to two things. If it is an investment, you can only earn two ways in a rental property. That's capital growth or yield. Now we all know the properties at the lower end of the, of the, the food chain tend to offer great yields, but poor capital growth. The properties that tend to offer great capital growth offer low yield, and it's the balance between the two. So the question is, when have you, when have you invited your landlords in and said, right, when did you get, I know when you got into buy to let, when are you getting out and what are your plans to do that? 
why you have four houses. I bet you a pound to a penny. They've got two with the competition up the road because they want to spread their bet a bit. But if you find, you know, if you find out that they have their portfolio, you might actually get some more properties on the books and actually sit down and say, right, you know, you are retiring in 15 years time. Your job, your plan is to actually, your plan is going to be to sell these for a lump sum. These the two particular properties of the eight that you have are not going to have not grown in value that much and won't because of the type of properties they are. So what I'm recommending you do is you sell these two and go and buy one of these because the capital growth potential is is, is absolutely fantastic. You see, yeah. that is what landlords want. They want someone to guide and support them who knows what they're talking about. And the best way that you are going to do that is talk about their investment. So invite them in. Yeah, no, I think there's some great, great tips there. And I know as well from speaking to friends as well, um, other landlords that have got a few properties. It just it does amaze me how they're using two or three agents within an area which each of the agents cover on their own. And the agents have just never asked. They've never, you know, they've never asked. They're, they're focused on yeah. the existing property. It might be, it might be the, the, the negotiators are, you know, their focus is obviously on on the end of the end of months. Uh, well, again, well, there, yes. there's a, there's a point. There's a point. I mean, why do letting agent bosses, all letting agent bosses, is want more properties to rent? Yeah, would you agree with that premise? Absolutely. So why do we pay our lettings next on move-ins? Okay, good point. I th- yeah, weird. I find that fascinating. You should be paying on attracting new landlords. Oh, but it takes 12 or 18 months to attract a new landlord. Well, if that is the case, then pay them like a month's rent or a thousand pounds for every landlord you get because you're going to earn twice as much as that in a bloody year, especially if you're in London. Come on, people. Right. I tell you the next thing is looking after existing landlords, getting people switched over from let only to fully managed. Yeah. That's a big one. Now, the way you do that is this. Okay. So we reckon, we reckon. This is there's no actual stats on this, but we reckon about 55% of landlords self-manage. Okay. Whether they use an agent to attract a landlord, a tenant or not, is is almost irrelevant. They self-manage. Okay. Now the queen of this is Sally Lawson and her Rainmaker system. Uh, and I will doff my cap to those guys. But fundamentally, fundamentally, they use. Do you mind if I use slightly fruity language clusters? Don't or, you go for it. Go for okay. it, Rick, Chris. They put the F up landlords put the wind up them you see the magic thing is this most of you letting agents pride yourself on your compliance and how awesome you are and you know there's 170 pieces of uh, rules and regulations and laws and you you know you pull your hair out that the letting agent down the road is not compliant well just think how uncompliant most landlords are now the problem with this is this it letting agents on their social media love to lord it that you know section eight versus section 21 what's the best okay well if that yes that's proving that you know your law but it's not going to get inside the head of a landlord let me prove it to you costas let's say god forbid that you were involved in a car accident and you got whiplash okay and you were deciding which lawyers to use to to sue them you've got lawyer number one who would say have you been caught in a car accident should you use the law of negligence or the law of tort let's discuss or option number two are you been involved in a car accident and worried that your your um, whiplash is going to affect your life and the, and your the comfort of, of your comforts or whatever you know 
Which one are you more likely to go down the rabbit hole and look at? It's going to be number two every time. Number two every time because they're talking about you. They're trying to understand you and trying to. I find it fascinating. I mean, again, I'm going to go on a rant, just a mini rant here is this. You go on any letting agent group, Facebook group, and someone puts on a law question. It's like flies around. Everyone's on it trying to prove how awesome they are. But when you actually give some tips on how to attract landlords, which is fundamentally, unless you're running a charity, your job is to attract more landlords so you can earn more money, so you can pay your staff more, and you can have more holidays and enjoy life. But I find it fascinating that most land letting agents find get, get turned on more by being compliant and perfectionists. Yes, I'm not asking you to be mediocre at all, but aim for excellence, not perfe- perfection. Perfection is a mental illness because you'll never get there. And you, you're you not very, you know, mo- find it fascinating that most letting agents are not very good at delegating because no one will do it as perfect as you. No one will ever do it as perfect as you. But did you really set up your letting agency to be there at half, night, half eight on a Friday night, ticking every box and saying, bloody hell, when I'm a letting agent, I'm going to make sure that every single box on, on Vibra or CR, my CRM is ticked. Come on, guys. Uh, sorry, and, it, it, and so and that, no, it's good. No, it's a good, good rant. It's definitely, definitely worthwhile. And I think the, um, I think yeah, the, I think the thing as well, when when we have these sessions, or you know, when I've been to other sessions around this, but some of yours, um, yeah, we, we talk a lot about the business owner and what's in the business owner's head. But actually, how well does that? does that pull down you know in terms of what the business needs versus you know you know the people that are speaking to the the the, the tenants the landlords the people that are there to help grow the business that you know yeah. are, are they are they in sync are they in line do they, do they really understand what success looks like do they, do they understand growth you know ho- hopefully they're planning to be there the negotiator plan to be there for a year or two or more um and therefore you know they want continued business but you know it, it's i mean it's, I, I mean I, i'm gonna i'm gonna be really uh, controversial here i don't think you should i don't think with what we pay lettings negotiators and property managers with what we pay them that they that i do not think they their job is to get new lands right. okay okay i can count on one hand the amount of lettings negs who are shit hot at attracting landlords it is the job of the boss yeah. You're you're the you're the cave you're, you're the cave you're the head of the chief. I'm going to say caveman. I I'll, I can say cave woman as well. So you know, so we're not what's naming there. So you're the you're the head cave. Your job is to go out and get the wildebeest, which is the landlord, bring it back, and it's the job of your team who are giving eight hours of their nine hours of their life, and you're paying them back to basically chop it up and portion it up for, for the for the cave. Okay. Yeah. But I find so many landlords, so many letting agent bosses whose sole job it is, is to be perfectionist to make sure that everything's perfect. I'm sorry, guys, if you want to be successful. Okay, if you want to be number one on compliance and be number one for Arla or whatever on compliance, you go and fill your boots, but don't moan the fact that you're losing more landlords and getting more landlords. Okay. Um, Let's move on to winning more landlords. And and, uh, by the way, everybody, uh, we have got a live Q&A. So if there are any questions or anything that you want to to delve in a little bit deeper, uh, then, you know, please drop a a comment in and we'll try and cover as many of these questions as possible. Right. So attracting new landlords. Okay. All marketing is cost us is trying to persuade somebody to do something. All right. That's what marketing is. And you're trying to persuade landlords to come and talk to you. Okay, or more importantly, give you their set of keys. Okay, to, to give you their business. Okay, 
Now, most letting agents marketing base is based on two, either two different types of marketing. Okay. And all of you watching this will, will recognize this with will go the way you do your marketing. The first one is what we call brand awareness marketing, which is if enough people know about us, they'll use us. Okay, Costas. Yeah. Have you have you ever swapped personal bank? No. Who do you bank with? Santander. You love them. Love them. Love no. them. No. Are you indifferent to them? Yeah. Okay, so why haven't you swapped? hassle isn't it yeah okay do you think most landlords love their letting agent um no obviously obviously the people watching this their landlords love them obviously obviously it goes without saying because they've got good taste because they're on the good lord webinar but have you ever wondered that you know that you're like a shit agent down the road who 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 offers poor service and has got poor compliance have you ever wondered why landlords don't leave them it's the same reason why you don't leave your bank because you can't be bothered. They're all the same. And if all you do with regard to your marketing is, hi, we're a letting agent. Hi, we're a letting agent. Or I go onto your social media and it's listing, listing, listing. And then a, a Google review saying, look how awesome we are. Google listing, listing. Look at our market share. Look, look how big our big our what's names are. We're brilliant. We're marvelous. If I wanted to look at your listings, I'd go on to bloody right move. Okay. The job of your marketing is to attract landlords. And I'm sorry, just putting your listings out there is not going to attract landlords to you. Is it? Yeah. No, no. Like I think gonna, you know, and it's not a lack of brand awareness, because if I asked everyone here, name me 10 banks, all of you could list within a minute less this 10 banks. And if you ask most landlords or homeowners in your town, give me the name of 10 agents, they'll give it to you. It's not lack of brand awareness. Yes, okay, 30, 20 years ago, when you were wet behind the ears, brand awareness worked. But with the social media and so many letting agents, you know, the number of letting agents was quadrupled over the last 20 years. You know, in Derby, there was five or six. Now there's over 50. I mean, God, that's more than quadrupled. The next type of marketing is what's called competitive advantage marketing, where basically, and if all of your marketing is a thing with a logo at the top saying, these are the reasons you should use us. Point one, you know, we're open eight days a week, 25 days a year, 24 hours a day. We're open, uh, you know, we've been open since 2, 2 BC. We've got this award. We've got that award. We're brilliant. We are marvelous. Come and use us. Every agent's doing that. It's just noise and people are ignoring you. If you want someone to pay attention to you so they become interested in you to listen to what you have to say, because that's what you need with all marketing, you have to give them something that is of interest to them. Okay. Whilst most letting agents and estate agents marketing is marketing, which is of interest to estate and letting agents, which is listing, 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 listing. Look how awesome I am. Listing, 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 market share. Look how awesome I am. Listing, listing. You see, if you want to attract landlords to you, create great content, which is of interest to landlords. So the thing we need to do is work out what is of interest to local landlords. Well, it ain't you and it ain't your letting agency. And it certainly isn't your services, even though you are better. Their own people are only interested in one thing, Costos. What is it? That pocket. Them. Them. Costas, let me ask you a question. Tonight, you will go home on your bicycle or car or wherever you are to the plush mansions of Good Lordville, 
And you will see on your street a brand new for sale board that was not on your street this morning. What are you going to do? I will probably go onto a portal and find out what are they selling it for and how much money have I made since the last time I looked at that. I bet you, you've got right move alerts on with the postcodes of the properties that you presently uh, own, haven't you? Yeah, you have. Yes, yes, yes. I bet you most landlords have. Why? (laughs) Because... Um, here we go. My reading Watkin here. Every landlord is obsessed with the value of their own property. Every landlord is obsessed with the value of their own property, just like every homeowner is obsessed with the value of their own home. I find it fascinating that we are the gatekeepers to the second most interesting topic in the world to the Brits, the first being the weather, the second being the property market. Yet none of us, we are the gatekeepers to the property market as estate and letting agents, but none of us, none of us, apart from Savills, Knight Frank, Hamptons, and a couple of other agents around the country, talk about that. If you want someone to be interested in you, you have to talk about content you have to create content which is of interest to that so whereabouts are you costos in london where do you live so i'm I'm in north london in case the accident didn't come through okay then so whereabouts are you in north london then in in north london i'm uh, i'm in enfield at the moment you're in enfield okay so if i talked about the bishop stortford property market you would not be interested would you no not at all. But if I talked about the fact that house prices in Enfield have gone up by 26% in the last three years compared to Epping Forest, which is next door, they've only gone up by 16%. Would that be of interest to you? I didn't think I could like you any more until that moment, Chris. There you go. There is so much data out there, boys and girls, that you can use on what's happening to house prices and rents and yields. And you can talk about the property market. And if only there was this thing called, hold on a second, we, let's set up this thing, Costas, called Fastbook. And on Fastbook, we could have this thing where people could have their mobile phones. Stay with me on this, Costas, because I'll tell you what, yeah. we can get some money. we're going to get some money from your investors, okay? And what we could do is we could link up everyone who lives in Enfield, because um, who's the only people that join Enfield Facebook groups, Costas? People who live in Enfield, or have an interest in Enfield. Yes, okay. Do many Russian oligarchs and Saudi princes buy properties in Enfield? Uh, I'm hoping they do, but I don't believe they do. Of course they don't. Okay. The only people that buy buy to that properties in Enfield have an EN postcode, or the vast majority of them, because people buy what they know. So you could join local Facebook groups as you, and you could post content about not the weather, but the property market. Now, people are going to say, well, Chris, most groups won't let me post or share stuff into their groups. Of course they're not, because you're posting your crap, which is, hi, we're a letting agent. Come and users, we're brilliant. And our market shares this big and our willies are this big. They're not going to let you post that because you're trying to sell them stuff. You need to create content. Now, do people buy from people or do people buy from firms? People, each time. So you post it as you don't magic word is post, not share post in local groups 
about what's happening in the property market. Yeah. And they say, well, what am I going to talk about? Well, boys and girls, pen and paper time, take my mobile number down and I will text you 20 templates on how to you can write your own articles. And we give you sources of where the data comes from. Most of it comes from Right Move and Zoopla, the public side. So here's my telephone number, 07-950-147-572. You just text it saying, Chris, send me the free stuff. And I will send you all the training guides on how to get more landlords. And included in that is how you can write your own articles. I'll also tell you in those some videos on where to post them. You post them in local Facebook groups as you. There's other types of content that you can do to attract new landlords. So you can say, well, hold on a second. Well, okay, well, I'll just finish this off. You could say, oh, we've had one text through, Costas. That's what we like. Aha, let's, we want some more beeps. Come on, kids. Start sending this free stuff through. That's the second one. There you go. So we're going to just keep going. I'll tell you what, I'm just getting excited. This is live. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to have to put the sound down. It's just so good. And, and, it, was, and it wasn't me. I haven't texted anyone yet. No, 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 no. Okay. And I promise you, I'll text you and I will never, ever ring you again in terms of trying to persuade you to do the business. Now, I will just warn you in advance, Kotos, because you might send it to me as this. I've sent this out over two and a half thousand times, and I know of probably eight agents that have actually done anything with it. Yeah. Okay. And the reason is, is unfortunately, mate, it's too much like hard work. Because unfortunately, we all want the silver bullet. But again, we'll come back to that in a second. Oh, the rings are coming through now. It's what we like to see. <laughs> right, okay. But the magic thing, here's another type of type, okay, types of content on social media is this. You can't, you um, do 20, oh, it's beeping now. You know, it's just beeping. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I didn't know you could do this. It's all good fun, isn't it? It's lovely. <laughs> okay. Right. Other types of content you could do is this. Okay. This is a massive, this is a fantastic video. Okay. I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to uh, switch these up. It's just beeping something rotten. Hold on a second. Let's go. There we well, go. A huge fan base of good Lord. Huge fan base. Uh, right. Okay. It's not, it's not working. It's going to go, it's going to go beefy beefies. Okay. Well, well, my customers have texted me yet, yeah, but there you go. Right. Okay. So number one, Talk about the local property market and post it as yourself in local Facebook groups. With the stuff I'm going to send you on the uh, with the text, it will tell you how to do this. I will warn you in advance, there are 53 videos. It's step-by-step stuff, okay? Also, there's some bonus stuff in there for you resi sales agents on how to tout agents, business, other agents' properties, and how to doorknock as well, if that's your cup of tea. The second thing that I can guarantee turns on every single landlord cost us is this. The next one they want to buy. I bet you, does a landlord wake up on a morning Monday morning saying, Do you know, I've got five hours in the mar- on my portfolio. I'm going to buy one this week. And they end up buying one on Friday. Or do they do, do they constantly have Enfield upper quarter, uh, lower quartile, and you've got it on right move every single week. You're coming up. You have a look. You see, is it a deal? Oh, that's not bad. Oh, I was planning to go in a few months' time. But that's a cracking deal, that is. I bet you're the second, aren't you? Yeah. But, but, yeah. but, but, but once again, most most landlords, and you know, most. speaking as a landlord, speaking landlord, I speak to a lot of landlords to get an understanding from the other side. Um, they, they don't know what the next steps are. They don't, they've got no one guiding them. On, no, but that's... You know, how, how do no, I release... No, 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 that's the whole thing is this. Your job 
is to get their attention and interest by talking about stuff which is of interest to them. So if you decide you want to buy a brand new car, do you go anal? Sorry, I shouldn't say words like that. Do you go all heavy in duty and start looking? Or do you just say, do you get excited by buying the car and then you start worrying about everything else afterwards? Well, it's the same with landlords. Your job of your marketing is not to get someone to walk through the door with a set of keys. That's like going into the pub and saying, hey, up, missus, let's get married. Okay, you're cutting out the wooing stage. And the way you do that is that you either frighten the hell out of them with, with legislation, which is your managed, uh, self-managed to, to manage. That's how, that's one way. So you go down fear marketing. Nothing wrong with that. Or you, or you can do both, by the way. Or you do exciting, uh, interesting, fantastic, ex- sexy stuff, which is what's happening to property prices, to their property, and also the next one they want to buy. In terms of, you mentioned the fear marketing there. In terms of, obviously, we've been through COVID, we've been through um, different prime ministers and all kinds of things. Um, in terms of messaging-wise, do you th- has, has it changed recently or the things that worked five years ago still working exactly the same today? Have you, have you got, okay. yeah. Human, your, human, your... Okay, humans have not changed for millennia, okay? Okay, we have fears, we have frustrations, we have hopes and we have dreams. Our job is to be born, get ourselves steady, buy investments, so therefore we can either pass a legacy onto our kids or have a nice, nice outlook in life, so we can go and sit on our on our yacht or wherever you want, wherever you want to. And that has not changed, okay? And the newspapers doing the fear stuff. The newspapers have done fear stuff for forever and a day, okay? That's just that's just the way they do. Because good news don't sell newspapers, bad news sells newspapers. Your job as an estate agent is to talk about the property market, to happen to prices and rents, also do buy tech deals, which we're going to come on to in a second. But how can you get across what's happening in the property market? Well, what I do for my clients, but you can do it yourselves this way, is is tell stories and tell people tell stories and tell facts about exactly what is happening in the property market you know you know so you could i wrote an article a few months ago um you know should you should you continue to invest in buy to let property in enfield let's say we did it in enfield okay and you basically the article starts off is that an awful lot of landlords are leaving their business and you know you're sucking them in bit of fear marketing and this is, you know, but hold on a second. Let's look at what else you could have invested in. Bitcoin. Well, we all know what's happened to that. The stock market. We all know what's happened to that. And then you actually could then tell a story of how a landlord, basically there's something physical that you can touch and you can understand with a nine-inch brick. You know, yeah. and tell stories and tell facts and basically become the fount of all knowledge that people say, well, yeah, okay, I, I can see that because there is a fundamental love of housing and the Brits. And we've had this before. So if you are in your 20s and you've not been through a recession, then go and talk to the old buggers with a few grey hairs and actually learn how to deal with landlords. Landlords have, you know, there's plenty of landlords out there that are fearful that if they're reading the newspapers, your job is to give a different story and say, well, this is actually what's happening. I don't know what you're worried about. I mean, I don't know if you see it. Each week I do the UK property stat show. Yeah. Okay. And and there are doom mongers out there just really sh- chucking the numbers out, saying doom and gloom, end of the world. But when you actually look at the, the stats, the stats are the actual stats are saying completely different. Now, this is interesting. 
I send, if I ever send good news stats to the Telegraph, because I've got the mobile number to their chief property, she doesn't publish them. As soon as I get a whiff of something that's a bit low, she's on it like a tramp on chips. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. That, yeah, even if a figure, you know, obviously, we, we look after just over 1,500 agency brands across the country. And, and you know, the feedback we've had generally and what we can see from obviously the business going through is the market's not as bad as people are saying. Not people are still doing business. People are still doing business. You know, it's, it's, it's nowhere near. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it is an absolute shame, uh, the, the power of uh, uh, the tabloids have over us. Okay, so how many more minutes have we got left before we go into the Q&A so I can uh, get an idea of... Uh, you've probably got another, another, another just, just under 10 minutes. Just under 10 minutes. So let me just f- spend a couple of minutes talking about buy-to-let deals because this is this is catnip to landlords and then I'll like to spend another seven or eight minutes just talking about the best ways to get that out to the punters over and above Facebook. Is that okay? Absolutely. Right, okay. So there's a st- let me tell you a story of a, of a letting agent in Northampton 10 years ago who created a blog called the Northampton Property Blog. And what he used to do is once a month write this article about what was happening in the Northampton property market and publish it to all his landlords and the generally in the social media, which, again, as we've said before, that's what is basically landlords love that stuff because they were talking about Northampton property market where they own properties. Then landlords used to then the landlords used to pick him up phone up to him and say, Do you know any great buy to let deals? And if he would every once in a while would spot something. And if he saw something, he'd pick up the phone to the landlords and say, There's a great deal on the market with Connells or William H. Brown or whatever firm. And landlords thought the sun shined down his backside because they were giving they were sorting out the crap. People haven't got time. And if some letting agents picking the phone up saying, Hey, it's great, great buy to let deal here, mate, then people were just loving him. The problem is he became so successful that actually he was spending all his time ringing the phone up to landlords. He actually attracted 185 landlords on the back of this blog and offering the buy-to-let deals. So one day he decided that instead of ringing landlords up, he would post the buy-to-let deals on his blog. And he grew even more. You see, you're going to say, well, you're actually asking me to sell it. And this is the magic thing is this. You can't put your own properties on this blog. You have to put competitors' properties on this blog because if only you put your own on, then your your intent is to sell stuff, people, and people know when they're being sold to. But if only you put on your a competitor's houses and say, this terraced house is the best buy-to-let deal, and these are the reasons why it's the best buy-to-let deal, people go, bloody hell. And you say, it's on the market at Connells. Go and view it through Connells. Jim will look after you. You could say, well, I'm, I'm going to lose a sale. How can you lose a sale on a sale you never had? Are you going to lose the rental property? You never had it in the first place. But how good would it be that if every North, 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 sorry, Northampton landlord, instead of spending hours and hours, you know, if you were in Enfield and there was an agent in Enfield that once a week gave you the best buy-to-let deal in Enfield, you're on it like it. But tell you here and now, Costas, is this, is if in six months later that same letting agent said, would you like to have advanced knowledge of that buy-to-let deal 24 hours in advance before it goes public? I'm betting if they've done their job right, I'm betting that even though you've never rang that agent, you're going to give your name and your telephone number and your email address and your inside yeah. engagement because you want an unfair advantage over other agents, over other landlords to buy properties. And therein lies the issue. You have to give them some, you have to grab their attention, get their interest and make them do something. And fear of missing out is a yes. powerful emotion. So the, how do you do those videos? We call it the one, two, three method. And it's in the videos on the free shit stuff that you're going to text me. Right. 
Uh, Sarah, could you give me shareable screens, please? There you go. Oh, thing. Ah, oh, thing of beauty. Good stuff. Right then. Okay then. So let me just pull up my screen and where else? What else should you be doing? Okay. So while you're while you're pulling that up, uh, just a few few notes coming in. Some um, some people confirm with you. Uh, thank you, Paul, for for uh, sending through your thoughts. Uh, but absolutely agrees that it is the uh, the the owner's uh, responsibility uh, to make sure that they win the landlords. The problem is obviously getting caught in the day to day. Uh, and you need to need to be focused on being more proactive. You so need to, you, you need that. to step. Yeah, that's it. Your perfectionism is sucking you too much in. So therefore, look at the jobs you're doing. Are you doing ten pound an hour jobs or hundred pound an hour jobs? Yeah. Okay. That's that's the right. Okay. Why don't you set? Let's come up. We've got seven eight minutes to go. Let's keep it sharp. This is Knightsbridge in Leicester, and they have the Leicester Property Market News Blog. Okay. And they have, look, bought a Leicester buy to that property with a sitting tenant recently. Leicester property market is a good time to wait or buy. Why does it take 129 days still to buy a Leicester house? Seven top tips for buy to that agents. Buying a Leicester home is still cheaper than renting. Look, this is, now yeah. if you Droitwich or in your case Enfield, this is boring as hell. But if this is the Leicester property blog, you're yeah. on it. Okay. So have a look. Now, I know this, look, this is just, you're going to say, well, well, that's a lot of words. Well, they're written in a Sunday time style. If you were trying to uh, attract yourself to 24-year-olds, then it's TikTok videos all the way. But if you're trying to attract 50 to 70-year-old landlords, they tend to be of a demographic that tend to be middle to upper class. So you write content that matches their style. So if your young floss is saying we need to do TikTok videos to attract landlords, I'm sorry, unless it's a cat on a Roomba, they're not going to be on TikTok, okay? They're on, everyone's on Facebook. All the cool kids are, are on your other ones, TikTok, but most middle-aged people, 80% of your social media should be on Facebook. You can go and have a play with the other 20%. Right, okay, let's move on and look at other stuff that you could be doing. Putting it into a newsletter. So this is one that from a few years ago, Tooting Property News. And you again, put this through the resi sales and lettings, Put this, send this out to your landlord database. You're sitting on existing landlords. Why don't you send them stuff instead of saying, hi, we're a letting agent, come and use us. Yeah, I know you're a letting agent. Got the word letting agent in your bloody logo. Give them this. Tooting sees 22.4% return on rental market investments. This is good stuff. Oh, it's a bit wordy. Yes, it is a bit wordy if you don't come from Tooting, but if if you're not, if you are from Tooting and this comes through your door, your letterbox, you're going to read this because you read the Times if you're interested. You're, you're a serious landlord. Books, yeah, okay, yeah. So, so yes, if you're not from Tooting, this is as boring as hell. But if you're from Streatham, you talk about Streatham. This stuff works, okay. Um, let me give you some final top tips, okay. Um, would you like a list of every rental? Ad- okay, these, these are some extra final top tips, okay? Go to this website here, epc.opendatacommunities.org. That's epc.opendatacommunities.org. Scroll down, sign yourself up. You can download every single EPC from your local authority. It gives you the address. It gives you the when the EPC was done, but it also tells you whether it's a rental property or not. Great for touting and database scraping, Okay. Um, just very, very quickly, um, would you like to know how to get the address of a landlord of the land registry? That would be lovely. 
Right then. Well, again, a big one is is that the is this is that a lot of people go and get the land registry certificate from from the land registry. Okay. The problem with that is let me just go and pull that up. Hold on a second. There we go. Uh, open with preview. We're in. Okay. So the problem with the problem with um, with land registry is that quite often it says that the let me just share the screen. Hold on. Resume square. Hold on, no, not that one. Had it? So can you, no, hold on. Uh, not yet, not yet. No. Um, by the way, we've had lots of requests for Chris's number. Don't worry, I'll make sure Chris gives his number out before we finish today. <laughs> a few more right, here we go. Right, so here's a copy of a land register certificate, and the rental address that we are searching is apartment 24 St. James's South. So at the top, at the t- I've clipped it off. It says this is the land registry certificate for this property. Okay. But then when it actually says where does the landlord live, Stanley Ellis Hughes, also Lewis Hughes, Ellis Hughes lives at the rental address. He doesn't. It's a rental address. So what we do is this. The vast majority of landlords are middle to upper class people, business people, which means they are limited, probably own a limited company. So you go to this website here, companydirector.check, companydirectorcheck.com, and you put in their full name, including their including their middle name. Yeah. Hey, presto, it tells us that Stanley Ellis lives at Hotwood Grange, Private Road Hotwood in Old Church. What's the latest stat? My, my last one I read was around 40% of landlords don't live in the area that they have their investment properties. What, what's, what, what stat would you be using? I, I'd say that's about right. 30 or 40% uh, that, that, that don't. Okay. But even if they did, you probably don't know the address anyway. But yeah, this, no, absolutely yeah. this, this is a great way. It, does, it is time consuming. You might want to get a VA to do it. But that does work particularly well. And what you could be doing with that, with that in that instance, is potentially sending them. Uh, you could send them that newsletter that we we, we showed them about. Um, another technique which I do for my clients is this: we look at a whole apartment block. Now my wife does this because it's quite time-consuming for for agents to do. We look at a whole apartment block, and let's say there's a hundred apartments in the apartment block. We can work out which ones are rentals because that's quite easily done using the EPC technique. And then we go and get the land registry certificates. We then go and find the home address. And then what you then do is send them a report every six or eight weeks about the rental property in that block. Right? You say, well, that's a bit of time and effort. Yeah, you want plenty of animals paying you £1,500, £2,000 a month for doing nothing, collecting the rent. You got to work for your bloody work, for your money. I'm sorry. And then... In a year's time, you're going to have a buy-to-let evening just on that buy-to-let in, uh, on that investment. And I'm telling you, here and now, most of them will turn up. Okay. Um, that, right. So there you go. Oh, um, I, that's great. Uh, I, I'm, I've, I've finished now. So, Sarah, if you want to take back control. Um, cool. We're, we're trying to get, we've, got, we've got a few minutes left. Uh, we've got 10 minutes left, so we go through so these questions. I think, firstly, as well... Um, Chris, Chris can't say this, but I can. Obviously, I think a lot of a lot of agents at the moment will be looking at today's content and, and the, some of the guides that you've given us, um, and we're worrying about how much work it is. Um, Chris, amongst others, but why would you look at anyone else? Uh, or can also support in, uh, in 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 ghostwriting for you and 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 giving you the content you need. Um, so I'm sure uh, if you want to reach out and just understand what that might look like, uh, absolutely do. Definitely recommend it. It is a big job. 
but uh, if you don't have the time, and it's not like you want to tackle yourself. Um, there are people out there that can help you, Chris being one of, uh, of others. Uh, right, let's jump into some questions. Um, so first was actually for me, believe it or not. Uh, Victoria, thanks for asking me a question. Doesn't often happen, so I'll take it. I'll frame it and keep it forever close to my heart. Uh, but uh, in terms of the question, uh, regarding uh, when I swapped agent, uh, Victoria's asked, was I unhappy uh, for a while with the agents? Uh, I don't think I was unhappy. Uh, I've used them for 10, 11 years, knew them very well, uh, knew their family um, in terms of as a, as a landlord rather than before becoming a landlord. Uh, but but actually, I think it was it was just the the lack of um, of any effort uh, of pro- proactiveness, and I just felt as if you know getting 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 a bit older that I wanted to have security from someone that seemed to have my back. Uh, so that's probably the best way I can answer it. Uh, so that was a that was that was probably a big factor in me moving away. Um, and I say I, I was any unhappier in the eleventh year than I was in the in the seventh, eighth, ninth, or tenth. Um, moving on, so uh, Chris, uh, so obviously we've talked a lot. Uh, so uh, Sonali, thank you for your for your question. We've talked a lot about obviously social media and using social media to attract landlords, but obviously there are a lot of landlords and professional landlords that may not be on social media or may not use that as a vehicle. Um, are there any tips for uh, you know the those landlords that? might not be able to attract through there obviously you've given us a couple in terms of finding them okay so one thing is you could do those newsletters um and if you believe that the most of the landlords do live in the posh areas why don't you put the leaflet through the letterbox of the posh areas of your town and the posh villages why don't you get resi sales to help out and cheekily say this is going to get you more resi sales business as well okay the other one is this most news most towns still have a newspaper but they've got rid of most of their journalists so the best thing you can do is if you are going to write an article about the property market, why don't you send it to the editor every week? But don't expect them to publish it the first time. So I would be emailing it to them, but I'd also be printing it off and putting it on a handwritten envelope with a stamp on, with a post with a little post-it note saying, feel free to use this. I'll email it to you in a couple of days. But most agent, most uh, newspapers take on average about three to four months, but eventually yeah. you, you, I've seen so many agents get half a page for free in the local rag. And who's the only people that tend to buy local newspapers older generation yeah absolutely fantastic um so has also um raised the question around um yeah in certain areas there's a lot of uh canvassing being done a lot of leaflets going through doors and actually um it potentially can work against you uh because it becomes you know another form of spam uh real world spamming um getting too many leaflets through the door what, what's your thoughts on that yeah, because most of the state agents leaflets are look at us, we're our willies are this big and we're awesome. But that's why if you looked at the design, and again, if you on the free stuff, I'm gonna send you 20 example 25 examples of newsletters. The newsletters themselves don't have the name of your agency on it. Oh, they if they do, it's on the back and it's small. So you'd have a great big logo, you'd have a great big title that says, you know, tooting house prices up by 22%. That's better than we're brilliant, we're marvelous. Can we use our estate agent? That's going to the bin. And you are going to have to accept that some do that. Some some leaflets might get mixed up with other stuff, but it's all about great headlines. You know, I get accused of being clickbait. It isn't clickbait if what you say is matches the headline. It's just a catching headline. So you need great headlines. So you need a title that doesn't mention your agency. And it says, you know, tooting house prices up by 22%. Find out more in this article. That's less likely to be thrown away. 
No, great. Um, before before we, uh, we we end off, um, could you please, re- you know, the most requested question of the day, Chris, could you please uh, say your mobile number once again, uh, slowly so one can write it down uh, and expect a few more bings to, uh, to happen straight after? 079-50-147-572. I repeat, 079-50-147-572. 53 videos, eight hours worth of content. Start at the stop. Everything I do for my clients and the techniques I teach my clients are in this video. There is no help, nothing held back. It's just that most of you won't even get past the third video. And even if you do, most of you won't start, which is your loss. I'm sorry to be that blunt, but if you're looking no. for a silver bullet to improve your letting agency, then it's hard work and it's patience. And if you can do both of those, most of you can do hard work. It's patience, which is the killer. But if you can yeah. do that, you'll be on a winner. Yeah, most of us all salespeople, aren't we? We, we, want, we, want, we want the reward straight away. Yeah, we uh, do. <laughs> fantastic. Look, look, Chris, look, thank you for uh, thank you once again for joining us and taking time out. Really appreciate that. Um, some great tips again today. I've definitely stolen a couple that I'm going to reuse. Uh, obviously, I will mention your name, but uh, and also thank you for uh, offering uh, some free information out to um, attendees of our, of our webinars as well. Um, for, so thank you everyone else for uh, for tuning in. Obviously, if this is your first webinar or if you've missed a few, please go to goodlaw.co. Um, you'll find under our new Jason banner uh, all our previous uh, webinars, uh, podcasts and blogs covering a multitude of subjects across the lettings industry. And obviously there's uh, some exciting uh, times ahead uh, decisions being made at the moment around our industry and we always make sure that we keep you up to date with the latest as well so long alongside uh, obviously Chris's blogs and so on uh, please also take the time to visit news agent uh, between the two of us I'm sure we'll have you absolutely covered for everything you need um, so uh, that's great but no, I, thank what, you, mate, I, just, I just want to say thank you on behalf of the industry for that blog the the insight that's in there and the data that's in there is absolutely fantastic Costas you're a forward-thinking firm that does that I wish more prop tech firms do guys and girls do check it out it is truly amazing so well thank you to my marketing team while i get the what i have the opportunity crystal and team thank you so much for making the rest of us look so good uh so thank you but look uh bringing our webinar to an end today uh thank you once again everybody uh please reach out to chris reach out to myself uh regarding anything you uh may need to ask or would like to see a demonstration on how good lord or uh, might work for your business but uh, yeah thank you once again for today all the best Bye now.